Here's a poem called The Edge You Carry With You by David White. You know so very well the edge of darkness you have always carried with you. You know so very well your childhood legacy, that particular inherited sense of hurt given to you so freely by the world you entered. And you know too well by now the body's hesitation at the invitation to undo everything others seem to want to make you learn. And you know too well by now the body's hesitation at the invitation to undo everything others seem to want to make you learn. But your edge of darkness has always made its own definition secretly as an edge of light. And the door you closed might, by its very nature, be one just waiting to be lent against and opened. And happiness might just be a single step away on the other side of that next unhelpful and undeserving thought. Your way home understood now, not as an achievement, but as a giving up, a blessed undoing, an arrival in the body and a full rest in the give and take of the breath. This living, breathing body always wants to greet you at the door, always prepared to give you the rest you need, always, no matter the long years away, still wanting you to come home. What does this poem mean for you? What's the edge you carry? What's the darkness that you've carried with you from your childhood legacy? That sense of hurt given you, given to you so easily, so freely by this world and that might still get re-triggered today, 50 years later, 60 years later, 28 years later, you know so well today, your body's hesitation at the invitation to undo all of your conditioning, to undo all of the things you've been taught to hide and to run from. But your edge of darkness has always made its own definition secretly as an edge of light. So your edge of darkness, the other side of darkness, is the light within you. And the door, by its very nature, might just be waiting for you to lean against it and open it. Just a single step away onto the other side of that stupid thought that's keeping you closing the door. David White calls it a blessed undoing and arrival. That greets you. That's been waiting for you to come home. The things that we've been dealt as children that linger within our bodies where we seek out almost 
indiscriminately notice the ways in which the world re-triggers us on those childhood legacies that we've been asked to carry. I know this poem as if I wrote it myself because I had invited in the things that I've been holding on to since my childhood and I gave it a seat on my sofa and I said, come on in and let's have a conversation because you know what? I'm exhausted from running from you. I'm exhausted from freezing. I'm exhausted from fighting. I'm exhausted from running and I'm exhausted from acting as if it's all okay. I'm exhausted from acting as if I'm okay. None of us are okay until we are. And the years of commitment and dedication of deliberate sitting and looking and embracing at the hardships and the legacies that we've been asked to carry, to undo them layer by layer by layer is a beautiful invitation and an experience worth having so that you can cross the edge of the legacy that you know you're supposed to be living, the legacy that's been waiting for you to grab it like a stick in the sand and run, run, run in the opposite direction down the beach screaming, yes, a new pathway has been laid out before me because I'm no longer going to carry the shit show of my childhood. So it's a good idea to open the door to lean against it, to let it open, and to invite in all the things that's been living within you anyway, on your sofa for an invitation, for a seat, for a conversation, not committing to keep it forever. Nope. That would be never opening the door. Never opening the door is a commitment silent as it is to keep your childhood legacy forever in silence, within you, stewing, living within yourselves. This pathway is one of consciousness. This pathway is inviting in all of the things that have terrified you to look at. When I began to have the conversation, I was then willing to feel all of the feelings I would never allow myself to feel. And I was willing to jump into the unknown over the edge beyond, beyond what I could see for myself. The edge lessness of a meditation is blissful. The edgelessness of not knowing where my body ends and the rest of the world begins is heavenly. But how about the edgelessness of our old thoughts disappearing like bubbles in the air popping above our head as we replace them with a new consciousness, with an elevated sense of knowing what our legacy is 
And you know what can take us to the new legacy? Sitting in the things that we've been refusing to look at. They have wisdom for us. They have messages for us. They have a longing for us to experience them fully so that we can finally let them go. The edge of staying with my rage, the edge of staying with betrayal and abandonment and neglect, it deepened my relationship with myself. It opened my eyes to who I was. All of those feelings that I was too afraid to feel were morally justifiable to feel and God-given right to be experienced considered, considering what I had experienced. And I had to own those feelings because they were true. They weren't right or wrong or good or bad or evil. They were just true and they were stuck. And I needed to invite them on my sofa and say, what is it that you want me to know? And they said, feel me. And I said, I don't want to. And they said, yes, you do. You want to because they keep you up at night. You want to because they're affecting your heart rate. You want to because they gave you, they gave you biological reactions that aren't in a place of homeostasis. You're feeling them unconsciously. Let's feel them consciously together. You and I fear said, I'll sit here and let you hold me and I'll show you. I'll show you how brave you are. I'll show you how courageous you are. I'll show you how willing you are to sit and be with me. When we deny or suppress or repress the feelings that want to be felt, we are in a lower level consciousness constantly looking to see what might trigger us in the present moment to remind us and throw us back into a way in which we can't think clearly, speak authentically, stand up for ourselves. When we are willing to have the conversations with the things that we think terrify us the most, we come from a place of power. So fear is powerful. Terror is powerful. And now, as a powerful creator, we can intentionally influence the outcome of the results of our lives for staying with the things, for having a conversation with the things that have been waiting for us and welcoming us home. These edges that we have are light and are dark, our fear and our courage, our worry and our peace. They're like looking through a pair of glasses, focusing on just one thing, finally, that really has been asking us for its attention. Because they are designing our life, whether we see them or not. Fear and terror and rage and hate and anger and worry and doubt. They are creating our life. Just like we can see the clouds in the sky, but we can't see the wind that moves them. These intangible feelings are the energy behind our creations. And when we sit down and get to know them, we, we understand that the energy, we are the wind 
that is moving the clouds. We are the energy of our feelings and our thoughts. We are the energy of a lower level consciousness or a higher level consciousness and creating from a higher level consciousness would certainly create something more worthwhile. So I wrote a poem. It's called, I want to stay. I want to stay here on the edge of nowhere. And I find myself speaking aloud to no one. And I'm teetering, unsettled, yet unwavering on this invisible line that knows of the constructed life fabricated in the historical pattern of my unconsciousness. And I want to stay here as somewhere unknown is patiently waiting and anticipating my full arrival on the other side. I could soar over effortlessly, but don't want to yet. I want to stay here and be on this uncomfortable edge and feel what it feels like to be bothered by what I don't know of yet longs to be exposed by the eyes of my consciousness. So I'll linger here, postponing the inevitable lurch towards my tomorrows as I find myself curiously looking at the pictures of those to whom I used to pretend to belong to before I throw them away forever. And I want to feel whatever feelings arise and mindlessly saunter sideways for a while because mindlessly sauntering sideways is an experience worth including. I want to stay here. I've been living beyond the consciousness of rage now, but I had not lived within the consciousness of terror and fear and doubt and unworthiness and neglect and unwantedness for consciously. But when I invited them in and I sat with them consciously, I realized what was waiting on the other side for me and it was letting go letting go of my childhood legacy feels so good. It wasn't so terrifying. It didn't kill me. But perhaps it could have had I never been brave enough to sit with it, to open the door, invite it in, and talk with it. Letting go feels so good. Letting go is letting good in. And letting go is an up-leveling of level of consciousness. So now, as I continue to fully integrate all of my experiences, I don't run from them. I don't hide from them. I don't fight them, resist them, suppress them. I can integrate them. And it feels so good. And I'm so grateful for every experience I've had, even the terrifying ones because I've accepted them and I have power over them. They don't have power over me. The feelings still come and I can sit with them and just feel them innocently, purely, and open-heartedly. Had I not taken the time to invite these things into my life consciously, they would have showed up a million different ways and the pattern would have repeated itself over and over again until I decided 
to talk with it. I wanted to let go, no strings attached to the people and to the circumstances and to the experiences of my life that felt like they put handcuffs on me and shackles on my feet, keeping me stuck in a level of consciousness that is below me. I am so much more than that. It was clear now, and it is clear now, that I can no longer be shifted far away from this elevated level of consciousness. When terror arises, I know I can sit with it and survive without panic, without breathlessness, without running. And if suffering arises, it's simply met with an open-heartedness and a deep compassion for the self who is inquiring, who am I with this? What wants to become of me now? What will letting go show me? What will letting go be like? How long will letting go take place? These were some of the questions I had for myself. How do I want to be with these difficult feelings? Which me is willing and courageous enough to do so? The breakthrough of realizing that I could be with what terrified me neutralized the feelings. So here I am sitting in my seat, feeling all these feelings And I just felt them. I cried. And I just felt them. And then the next time those same feelings came up, I just felt them. And like I could begin to sift through the memories of the feelings of when they first occurred or how they were re-triggered. And I realized that the experiences themselves were insignificant, irrelevant. What was meaningful was the significance of the feelings themselves. For example, once I realized I wouldn't die experiencing rage, I could now be with it. And because I could be with it, I could feel the effects of it like begin to neutralize my biology. In other words, I wasn't so affected biologically from them. And I could begin to be open-hearted and open in loving kindness towards myself as I was brave enough and willing enough and courageous enough to face them head on. My heart opened the door for me. So I stayed there. And when the feelings arose again, I sat with them and I stayed there. Teetering unsettled, yet unwavering on this invisible line that knows of my constructed life fabricated in the historical ancestral pattern of unconsciousness. But now in the light and in the consciousness of my known self, I want to stay here even as this someplace unknown is waiting for me patiently, anticipating my full arrival on the other side. I could soar over there effortlessly, but I don't want to yet. I want to stay here and be on this uncomfortable edge and feel what it feels like to be bothered by what I don't know of, yet longs to be exposed by my eyes of consciousness. So I'll linger here, postponing the inevitable lurch towards my tomorrows, as I find myself curiously looking at my past before I say farewell. 
and I want to feel whatever feelings arise and mindlessly saunter sideways for a while lost because mindlessly sauntering in the darkness is an experience worth having and including. So I want to stay here. So the initial suppression and repression of the things that I couldn't invite onto my into my house led me to the carriage to sit with them. Finally, the, the, the inquiry of who am I becoming? We're always becoming someone new. And this breakthrough of courage and feeling, this breakthrough was transferred to many other experience and many other blockages I had in my life where there was once limitations. Now there's now rapid expansion. Relinquishing anger brings us benefits. We're free to experience emotional comfort and ease. We have gratitude for the daily opportunities to grow and heal. And we can mutually care for another. We have an improvement in our health and more life energy. The breath of light and illumination moves us up to a more effective and effortless state of inner freedom. This is also representing the, obviously the climb up the level of consciousness from shit, from shame and anger and fear to willingness, to acceptance, to inclusion, to peace. And as we climb up the scale of consciousness and we strain out the poison we've been holding on to for so long, there's an emergence of a higher consciousness with sudden spiritual awareness and an energetic momentum of release of previous blocks. Your next teacher arrives. You sleep better, laugh louder, smile bigger, and have more of an understanding of the complex human experiences we all share together universally. Repressed and suppressed feelings require a counter energy that keep them submerged. Let them float up above to the surface of the water so you can swim alongside them for a while. You won't drown. The light of the sun will illuminate the significance for you and you'll float to shore safe and sound and not have to pick up the pieces of garbage waiting for you at the shore. They're gone because you've dissolved them. You don't have to carry them around with you any longer. When we let go, there's an increase in energy for creativity and growth and work and beautiful interpersonal relationships When we let go, we find the liberation we've been seeking. When we let go, the answers come to us. When we let go of the feelings behind the triggers, when we let go of the feelings behind the lower vibrational thoughts and experiences, when we let go, the answer presents itself and we don't have to go looking for it. The answer that presented itself to me is that all things want to be brought to the light. All things lead to the light. I am the light and I am that which was willing to illuminate the darkness into the light. 
I am the creator. I am the powerful life force of the divine, grateful for all experiences. All paths lead to the light. I was born in the light. I'm living as the light now. And all experiences are beautiful paths to the true home of our belonging. And I want to stay here on the other side of the edge where I finally find myself speaking truth, no longer teetering, centered in the center of myself on the other side of the line that knows knots of the new pathway waiting for me step by step with a path illuminated by the lights of goodness as letting go feels so good. And I want to stay here on this path in the somewhere unknown and say hi. I'm here on the other side. I've soared over and yet I'm willing to go back on the other edge, back on the, I'm not willing to go back on the other side, but I am willing to sit on the edge for the things that arise that were born on the other side. And I will invite you in and sit with you and have a conversation and stay there with you until it dissipates and dissolves. And then I'm free to walk back on the path of my true belonging, more whole than I was before, willing to sit on the edge, even when it's uncomfortable, willing to be bothered, willing to let go, willing to expose, willing to be conscious, willing to come home. Thank you for joining me today.